Welcome back, people. It is Thursday the 14th at 10.36 p.m. For the people watching me on YouTube, thank you so much. For the people listening to me in your podcast platform, thank you again. We went up from five subscribers of five listeners to seven. What a big accomplishment, right? <laughs> the, the fact is that I don't even know if those numbers are accurate or not, but hey, they are what they are. For the people that don't know me, my name is Isaac Duenas. If you are looking for me on YouTube, because of course I put this on, on, on a podcast, which by the way, I am very excited to be back on this podcast. I, I don't know, you, you get used to this. I feel that like someone maybe in the other side of the world is listening to this podcast, which makes it very exciting and interesting. So... If you're looking for me in YouTube, for the people that is listening to a podcast, my name is Isaac Duanias, spelled I-S-A-A-C, last name Duanias, D-U-E-N-A-S. And you should be able to find me even if you put my name in Google or in YouTube search, whatever works for you. Today, we are going to talk, we're going to continue talking about the book of Jordan B. Peterson, 12 rules for life an antidote to chaos before we start i just want to tell you something that happened today uh, as you already know i am a real estate investor and we live in well we we're in ohio we live in ohio however we invest in cleveland ohio and we have this section 8 home that oh boy if i tell you all the details about it but let's just say that the home has been already in three fires one major one that almost went all the way to the roof and destroyed the whole thing. That was, that was, that was a nightmare. But recently we had two small fires. We have inspectors in our back. City wants to inspect. But people don't move because they don't have any sense of urgency. Because it's COVID time. And in COVID time, you have the excuse that you cannot do your job. It really pisses me off. I'm being sarcastic right now. Anyway, so the home is almost finished. After everything that we've been, we've been through, I've been looking like crazy for a good tenant. And tomorrow I have literally like 10 families coming to look at the home. So hopefully I'm able to find the tenant that we're looking for, which that's, that's very exciting. Now, we were in rule number two, rule number three, and rule number four. Those are the rules that I've read in the past 24, 48 hours. Rule number two of the book says, treat yourself like someone you are responsible for helping. Rule number three, make friends with people who want the best for you. Rule number four, and that's that's where I'm at right now. That's where I'm listening right now. It says, compare yourself to whom you were yesterday, not to who someone else is today. I thought that this was very interesting. So let, let's just start with the last one, with rule number four. While I was listening to the book, something that caught my attention is that Mr. Peterson says that it's crucial and it's very, very important that you have, <laughs> I'm going to blank now, not values, that you have standards. It's, it's very important that life is based on standards. And 
that kind of touched home for me because I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ and as a Christian, we have very high standards. And I'm not talking about other, like, normal Christians like Catholics. I'm talking about standards like you have sex when you within the bonds of marriage. Standards like we don't smoke, we don't drink. Standards like you need to eat properly. You need to eat fruits, vegetables, seeds. Uh, you need to exercise. And, you know, standards like uh, you want to be honest in all your dealings. Not in some of your dealings, in all of them with your fellow men. And it, it is tough. I mean, it is very tough. Of course, you can add all the Ten Commandments in there. Uh, you know, do not kill, do not steal, do not whatever. Which is kind of funny, but, you know, based on all the media, all the social media environment that we are these days... Those Ten Commandments are not that funny anymore. They're actually pretty serious stuff. They do not kill. I don't laugh about that anymore. Freak, just look at the capital. Just look at what happened. <laughs> anyway, something that caught my attention was that, you know, having standards is very important in life. It's like a rule that you can measure things. So when you go through an experience in your life, you realize, okay, well, what am I going to do? Is, is this... Is this something that I want to get involved into? Is this something that uh, meets my standards, my requirements, what I want that will help the person that is going that I'm going to sleep with tonight, which is myself? And you know, I, I never really thought about this, but I guess this, especially here in Ohio, I mean. There's people that have no standards. There's people that they just leave out of the flea of their pants and they do whatever they feel like doing and and they have no responsibilities to anyone, not even to themselves, let alone especially God. So, by the way, Jordan P. Peterson, this man is brilliant. He's a genius. So for me, trying to explain what probably his book is trying to convey, it's absolutely impossible, especially in 10 minutes. That's up, there's... There's just no way. You know, there's no way. So this is the little pieces that my small brain is able to capture out of his book. That would be one. They make friends with people who want the best for you, which is rule number three. Which, again, he is a genius. What I got out of it is that it's very important that you... You put yourself in, a, in an environment with people that are probably like you or better than you in any way and any goal that you have. Uh, what I mean with that is that we are very, we're influenced by the people that we live. We're influenced by the people that we hang out with, uh, we marry, we, you know, we spend time with, we, uh, we work with, we, you know, it, Time, whether we like it or not, it, it changes things. It consumes us. It makes us be whatever, you know, you can be at the right place at the right time or you can be at the wrong place at the wrong time, which it would suck. Anyway, it makes me think about two of my friends back home in Spain. His name is Edu. And, you know, regardless, I don't want to get emotional here. We're talking <laughs> in a podcast, but... Regardless of what experience I had in my life, in my childhood, 
he was probably one of the only people that always look at me for what I could be for in the inside of the I don't know if I'm making any sense the person that I could become and every time we would make a mistake because we were kids you know as kids you make a lot of stupid mistakes or not very smart mistakes let's just put it that way um, he would always look at me and be like come on man we can do better come on don't don't you know don't even well into what you did let's just just move on let's just do better It, it reminds me this time that we are a church. This is this. I don't know what we're thinking, but within the sacrament, we found. I don't know why we were in the kitchen. In the kitchen, in the freezer, there was this frozen pizza for the. We call it the Relief Society, which is the older women. Uh, the, you know, for their meetings, for the parties, for for the activities that they have during the week. So they had a frozen pizza, and we look at the expiration date, and the expiration date said, uh, you know, that the pizza expired last week or something like that. So he convinced me. He's like, dude, pizzas when pizzas expire, they, they expire, you know. So we had this brilliant idea. Hey, let's grab the pizza and put it in the oven. Look, now think about this. This is well, the church, well, church services were in process, in progress. So we put the pizza there, and guess what happened? We, uh, you know, we went back with our families, and we completely forgot about the pizza. Number one, we didn't know what the temperature was supposed to be, so we just put it in the oven. And okay, well, you know, I think that is is good enough. And then uh, we went with our families. And second of all, we didn't even read how long the freaking pizza is supposed to be in the oven. So as you can imagine, an hour later. Smoke was coming out of the kitchen. You could smell <laughs> something was burning. The I, I don't know how the fire alarms didn't go off or they did. It's been so many decades <laughs> since this. The point is, good friends, good people can make you do good things, bad things, stupid things, great things. Who do you have in your life? What is the person that comes to your mind that has always stood by you regardless of your failures? That's what that chapter means to me. Rule number two. And let's make this rule pretty quick because we already hit the 10-minute mark. I'm really trying my best to keep it to 10 minutes. Treat yourself like someone you are responsible for helping. That sounds to me like you are the one. There was a book. I don't remember where the book is. I don't remember the name of the book that says that no one is coming to save you. Now, I'm not talking about Jesus Christ here. I'm not talking about God. But what I'm talking about here is you need to be 100% responsible for your own rescue. Uh, Darren Harvey, Brian Tracy, someone. I don't know who, who what book it was, but... That's what it is. You just got to take responsibility for everything that happens to you. The good, which is easy, especially the bad. That is That one is not that easy. Anyway, that's what I learned so far. I'm hoping by tomorrow I can finish reading the whole book, which is a lot of rules. But look, the reality is this. I This guy is an absolutely genius. It, my brain hurts every time I listen to his book because he uses such a deep 
content that my English is not capable to handle. That's it for tonight. I hope you guys have a great weekend, by the way. And to the seven people listening to this, thank you. I hope you guys have a great life. See you guys. Bye.